We serve a God of abundance, yet you're still living paycheck to paycheck. We serve a God of order, yet your house always seems to be a mess. You feel unappreciated and overwhelmed just trying to keep up. Does the noise of life drown out the voice of God? Hi, my name is Gina Morton, a Catholic wife, mom, and declutter coach. Welcome to Pruning to Prosper, the podcast where we talk about all the practical things to run your home smoothly. Clutter, money, mindset, and yes, everyone still wants to eat. So we'll talk about that too. That nagging in your heart is God telling you he has more for you than just trying to keep up. If you're ready to get uncomfortable, get brave, and see what you can do, then grab your garden shears because you're about to prune away the stuff so you can prosper into the woman God has called you to be. The plans of the diligent are sure of profit, but all rash haste leads certainly to poverty. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pruning to Prosper. I'm your host, Gina Morton, and this is the podcast where we talk about pruning away all the things that are not leading to the woman God wants us to be. And a lot of times it's debt or it's clutter or it's simply the fact that we don't plan our dinners and we end up going through the drive through So here on Pruning to Prosper, we talk about money, meals, clutter, and mindset for the Catholic woman because I think all these things through the eyes of our faith are what really is going to make it stick and make it work. All right, let's get started on today's podcast episode. Today, I've entitled this podcast, Beware of Adding Fixed Costs in 2024. So what is a fixed cost? Um, Simply put, it's what we have to pay on a regular basis. And all totaled, this number should not exceed 60% of your take-home pay. And this is the number that typically leads people to knocking on my inbox door saying, Gina, I feel like I need a budget. I feel like we're drowning. I feel like we're living paycheck to paycheck. I feel like we can never breathe. We make really good money. I don't know where it goes. And typically when we look at their money and we look at their expenses, it's this fixed cost number is sometimes I've seen it way up over 100%. So that means you're losing money every single month and you have no wiggle room in your budget. So when you are at 60% of your fixed costs, you know, if your your take-home pay is at 60% of your fixed costs, then you'll have some breathing room. And this is what allows you to be able to save for unexpected things like, you know, when the heater goes out or new tires, or if you want to take a family vacation or you want to save for retirement, that's where that other 40% is used. But when people's fixed costs are up in the 80, 90, 100% range, there is no wiggle room. It's very hard to even get a debt snowball started when we're looking at fixed costs that are that high. So today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about what exactly are your fixed costs and the the caution I want to hopefully give you about adding to any more. And especially we're going to talk about some fixed costs that you might not even realize. They just kind of creep on in. So, all right, let's get started. What is a fixed cost? A fixed cost is typically the expenses that you have kind of like set in stone, okay? Um, It's probably things that don't vary very much. It would be your rent, your mortgage, your car payment, 
your insurance costs, like your life insurance, your car insurance, your homeowner's insurance, or your renter's insurance, the utilities on your home or condo, your debt payments. Now this number could vary month to month, but typically like I see people that have pretty pretty regular um, costs for their debt payments, student loans, tuition, and your groceries, okay? So there are things that typically would be considered your four walls. So these are the things that if you didn't pay them, your kids would notice, all right? So these are also reasons for dipping into an emergency fund, okay? So if you can't make these payments or something goes wrong, like this is when it would be okay to dip into your emergency fund, okay? Unless a fixed cost is something like you've added, I don't know, a gym membership, okay? That is not a reason to dip into your emergency fund, okay? That is a fixed cost that typically when I'm looking at numbers of people that are up in the 80 to 90%, those are typically the first fixed costs that we try to get rid of because you're not going to um, go hungry if you get rid of a gym membership, okay? But it's a payment that you're making every single month that is not necessary when you're trying to get out of debt. Okay. Um, other recurring costs that you might not consider, okay? And these are the ones that we kind of get into sticky wickies where I get some pushback from my clients. These are things like, travel sports, okay? And it's things that typically we sign up for that we just think, oh, this is just what people do, or oh, it's no big deal, or this is just the cost of having kids, or this is just the cost of our lifestyle, or this is just like what people in our circle of friends do, okay? So kind of keep this in mind. It would be like travel sports, dance classes, um, a pet, believe it or not, a pet, because you think, oh, we got a a puppy for Christmas. Well, it's not just the puppy. Remember, now you have to feed that puppy. It needs to go to the vet. When you go on vacations, you need to find somebody that's either going to watch it for free or you're going to have to put it into some sort of a doggy daycare. If you work every day, maybe that's another expense is that every single day your dog needs to go to doggy daycare. So it's not just the cost of the puppy it's all these other things that people don't really think about. Um, A lawn service. So, you know, a lot of times when people go from renting an apartment to buying a house, they don't think about all these extra expenses that come with a house. And that's why I love Ramit Sethi's line that he says, rent is the most you will ever pay. Your mortgage is the least you will ever pay. And when people are first-time home buyers, that's one of the things that they forget about. It's like, oh my gosh, now I need to go buy a wheelbarrow. Now I have to go buy rakes. Now I have to go buy a shovel or a plow or a lawnmower. And these things are all unexpected expenses of buying the house. So the house is a fixed cost, but then it has all these other things that go with it, right? And I know when we bought this house that we live in now, we came from the city where we literally had a postage stamp sized backyard and we had one of those old-fashioned um lawnmowers that you just it was blades that just spun around you know I would say like and it goes around so it was like no electricity every couple of summers I would get the blade sharpened but other than that it was like a no-cost way to maintain our lawn other than the initial investment and the couple of years of maintaining the blades 
But when we move to this house, we have 1.1 acres. And all of a sudden you're like, oh dear, we need to like buy a lawnmower. But the garage is not very big. The house was built in 1966 and it was not built for cars the size that we have today. And so it's a generous one car garage, okay? It's like maybe like a, we used to call it a one and a half car garage when I was a kid. But when you put in bikes for six people, you put in, you know, just the regular stuff that you need in your garage, there really isn't room for a lawnmower. So we immediately had to decide, do we want to buy a lawnmower and not have our car in the garage or do we want to sign up for a lawn service? Well, we have a lawn service and every month we get billed for that lawn service. So it's a fixed cost that we incurred buying this house that we, you know, we can swing it, but it probably was one of those things that we didn't give a ton of thought to when we bought this house. Okay, other things that you might not think about. Um, subscriptions. Subscriptions like Netflix or even things on your phone. You know, if you're, if you've got a video game on your phone that you play and you have to pay a monthly fee, anything that has a monthly fee, even communities, you know, I've paid fees to be part of communities or I've signed up for coaching where it's every month you get the coaching and, you know, it automatically comes on my credit card. Um, cell phones are another thing because it's not just the cost of the phone. It's the cost of having the plan. It's the cost of insurance if you have insurance on your phone. And, you know, these things all add up. Um, club memberships, you know, we belong to a country club. It's one thing to get in that initial payment and become a member. It's another thing every month, what does it cost you? And then it's like, okay, well, now the kids went to the snack bar more than we thought, or we entertained, or we went golfing more than we thought, or whatever. Again, it's all part of our fixed costs that we can swing, but it's one of those things that like people might sign up and think, oh, I'm going to do the country club. And then you very quickly realize like it's not just the cost of belonging here. It's the cost of actually using the club that adds up very quickly. Um, music lessons, you know, any kind of new thing that you introduce to your children is going to become a fixed cost. So if you're like, hey, I think the kids should play piano. Okay, well, now we have a fixed cost of all the lessons that need to be given. Um, th these are just things to name a few. So I'm going to reread the Bible passage at this point. The plans of the diligent are sure of profit, but all rash haste leads certainly to poverty. And this is the thing. A lot of these next fixed expenses that I'm going to talk about are things that we just kind of make in a moment of haste. And we think, oh, no big deal. Just going to say yes at this time. And one of the um, most, I don't know, notorious, infamous, I don't know what the word is, but the things that people just kind of get suckered into that all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, what have we done? If you know the answer, shout it out in your car or wherever you're listening. Timeshares. Oh my goodness. Timeshares. How many people have gone on a vacation or they've gotten the free vacation and all you have to do is go and listen to their spiel? They're going to give you a gift card to a local restaurant if you come and listen. They're going to give you a round of golf if you come and listen. And you're like, I know what they're going to do. They're going to try to sell me a timeshare and I'm not going to go for it. The odds are 
you will go for it and you will sign and they will convince you that this is a great investment in your family. Run the other way. If a timeshare is even on your radar, okay? If you just put the same amount of money that you would put into your monthly fees for your timeshare, you could have a nice vacation every year without having this albatross around your neck of a timeshare. Believe me, my parents had timeshares and when my father passed away, it took us, it took my mom actually, through, jumping through massive hoops to undo what had been done. Um, and my father was even sold a timeshare when he was newly diagnosed with a brain tumor. So he was not of sound mind and they still sold him a timeshare. <laughs> so just stay away from their office so that you don't even get tempted, okay? Put that money into a savings account every month and then take your family on a nice vacation that you can pay for free and clear. I cannot shout this from the rooftops enough. Okay, the other thing that sneaks up on people are cell phones for kids. Every kid, according to my kids, has a cell phone. Great, so you think, well, this is just what we do. The kid gets a cell phone. But again, it's not just the cost of the cell phone. It's the cost of like having this on your plan now. Maybe there's better plans than what we have, but I know when my son got his first phone, my plan doubled. So I went from paying, you know, let's say 75 bucks a month to almost 200 now at this point. And I do need to revisit that this year because I need to see why we're paying so much, but it just creeps up on you. The other things um, that we think are fun, but then it turns into a fixed cost, okay? And a lot of these things you will notice are simply lifestyle creep, okay? Your kid hits a certain age, you're like, I'm gonna get them a cell phone. The kid hits a certain age, we're gonna get them this. And all of a sudden, it's adding on to your fixed cost. And a lot of times as parents, these fixed costs are things that we're trying to give our kids because we love them, we want them to have a certain memory of childhood, but it's more than just the cost of the item, okay? Things like jet skis, RVs, ATVs. Um, I wanna give you another example in my own life. When my grandfather died, um, he had a Ford, let's say a Ford Taurus, I don't remember what it was exactly, but my grandmother didn't drive. So when he died, my husband and I, I had a new baby, my oldest son, and my husband and I were sharing one car. So my grandmother said to me, would you like Pop-Pop's car? I'm gonna sell it, but you can have it for free. And the plans of the diligent are sure of profit, but all rash haste with certain leads to certain poverty. And I said to her, I can't afford the car, Grandma. And she goes, but it's free, I'm giving it to you. And I go, no, you don't understand. I can't afford to put gas in a car. I can't afford insurance on another car. I can't afford for a car to um, need to go to the repair shop. And she was a little bit bummed, but she was like, okay. And sure enough, she sold the car. And a few weeks later, the brakes went out and the, the, the new owners needed new brakes on the car. So that would have been catastrophic for us financially at the time. And that car would have just sat in the street where we lived because we couldn't have been able to afford new brakes. Okay, so even when things are free, look at the whole cost of it, okay? A free puppy is not a free puppy. A free car is not a free car. A free vacation might not always be a free vacation, okay? So be weary of these lifestyle creep purchases. 
some other ones that I see parents get for their daughters or maybe they even get for themselves are things that are nice and then they become a fixed cost because once you start adding these things, it is very hard to go backwards, okay? It's very hard to tell your child, we're not gonna be able to send you to that school anymore. We're not gonna be able to afford this extracurricular activity. But a lot of, lot of girls I'm seeing, they are getting their nails professionally done and highlights professionally done. This is a huge expense. And I just think like, wow, you're like, it's, it's one thing if it's a, if it's something you could easily afford. Again, if your fixed costs are not up at 60%, treat your kids to whatever you can afford. But a lot of families are living way above that 60%. And when you're adding things like manicures and highlights and you're showing your daughter that this is acceptable, well, it's acceptable if you can afford for it to be acceptable, okay? So be weary of adding to your fixed costs. All right, so I'm gonna just reiterate that you need to plan for your expenses. Don't add to your expenses if you are at or above 60% of your take-home pay. The diligent are sure of profit because you'll have money to invest, okay? So again, when that number, your fixed cost is 60% or lower, you've got money to invest. You've got money to save for vacation. You've got money to repair the car. You've got money to save for the next car that you're gonna need. You're, you have money that you can help your kids with college funds. You have you know extra money that you can just breathe, okay? Versus rash haste when adding fixed cost leads certainly to poverty. So just beware of adding, you know, when you're going through 2024 this year, just start thinking about these purchases that again, they might be big like a car, they might be small like a manicure. Just think to yourself, is this quote unquote one-time purchase going to become a fixed cost or not? And if it is, can you afford for it to become a fixed cost? All right, if you're thinking like, oh my gosh, Gina, I'm totally overwhelmed and I think our number's really high. Fear not, I am available for one-to-one -one budget coaching and it's $60 an hour and we typically meet one hour a month and then I recommend four months. And in between our monthly meetings, we can email um, and just keep you on track. Also, please take advantage of the once a month free budget Q&A that I offer. The next one is going to be January 30th and in the show notes is the link that you can sign up for my mailing list. And I try to not send out emails because I personally don't like emails. I don't like my inbox having a bunch of junk. So um, when you sign up for my email list, I'm very, very um, conservative with emails going out. So you can sign up for that and I will send you the Zoom link ahead of the um, the free budget Q&A. And so you just come on and I, I tell people all the time, I would come if I was you because sometimes it's only one or two people. So you're getting pretty much a free hour of one-to-one -one coaching, okay? So bring your questions, bring your concerns, bring your budget, and um, we can go over it. You can come and get some accountability. You can come and get some inspiration and motivation, and maybe you can find a friend that would be your accountability buddy. Um, but anyway, it's one of the things I offer, so take advantage of it. Have a great day, and I will see you on Saturday for a five-minute declutter with me. Take care. <music>